You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Kevin Durant, how bad the All-Star Game ratings were, and so much more right now. And also we'll hear from Daryl Ryder coming up at noon. Paul Hoynes at 1 o'clock will make Jeff Thomas do it. In 20 minutes, speaking of Daryl Ryder, the combine is right around the corner. The trade rumors are going to start to build in Berea and around the rest of the league, plus Bubba Ventrone. Ventrone. Why do I, it sounds like I'm saying both of his names together. It's weird. Bubba Ventrone uh, is named. Those names, though. Yeah. It just kind of flows together. Good point. Uh, is named the, def, his name the special teams coach, and uh, we're going to talk about that as well. That's why you need to listen to each off-season episode of It's Always Game Day in Cleveland with me and Daryl Ryder. Get fresh episodes every Tuesday and Thursday at 923thefan.com. In fact, we hauled off on this week's edition because we were so excited about Bubba getting hired. So we pushed it off just a little bit. In fact, you know what I think would be a great idea? Unless, tell, tell. Now that I have two of the greatest producers in the begin, in the world right here, you and Meredith. Yeah, Meredith, I think true. what we should do is when we bring Daryl on at noon, we just do it as a live version of... It's always game day in Cleveland, then flip it back around. So that way people get – it's like two for one. Veto. It's BOGO, man. It's BOGO. Veto. I am veto. As the producer of It's Always Game Day in Cleveland, I am vetoing that. Why? Idea. I think that's a fantastic idea. Veto. It's it like a get... BOGO sale on socks at Goodwill. Oh, man. Where no one's buying socks at Goodwill anyway, and if you are, I worry about you. I mean, just think about it. You'll get, like, a preview of what everybody else is getting – that's the bonus of listening to the show, the Andy, live show. the answer is no. With Jeff not here, I don't think Jeff would mind at all. No, he's not. Did she say something? I, miss, uh, hey, I see your lips moving there, but the, the I can't. Try your mic. Did you turn your mic on? That work? See, I actually know how my mic works. I, again, her mic doesn't seem wow. to be working over there. I don't understand. Hey, everybody, we'll do we'll double up on it's always game day in Cleveland, and then there's a buy one, get one free sale at, on underwear at the Salvation Army. No, we talked about that earlier in the show. That was a Rubber Ducks giveaway. I thought that was great. All right, so one more time. Can you give us the Kevin Durant quote on so what he Durant, said that we've been talking about? So Kevin Durant, over All-Star Weekend, this is out of USA Today is where I'm taking it from. It was during a press conference on Saturday. He said, quote, I don't think trade demands are bad for the league. It brings more eyes to the league. People and more people are more excited. The tweets that I get, the news hits that we got traded from, traded from me being traded – Kyrie being traded, it just brings more attention to the league, and that's what really rakes the money in when you get more attention. So I think it's great for the league, to be honest. I think big picture he's right. I don't think there's any question. You'll pay more. Like, if you knew Kevin Durant was on the trade block and you thought there was an opportunity he could be coming to your team, you're locked in, man. You can't get enough information. You're like, oh, what are we hearing? What's going on? What's next with this? And so I think Durant is right when it comes to – the fact that it does drive some sort of popularity for the NBA. The only people that don't like it are the team that you're currently playing on and, the, and your current fan. Like, think about how aggravated folks were 
when LeBron left. And yeah, he was a free agent. I get it. But there were a lot of us that thought, oh, maybe he's going to stay. He's doing that TV show, blah, blah, blah. But then he ended up coming back, so it doesn't really matter anyway now. But at the time, man, a lot of people were angry. From a content standpoint, yeah. For the fact that ESPN and Fox Sports 1 and all those stations have to fill Lord knows how many hours of two people yelling at each other. Well, it's oh, it's fantastic. Other, yeah, it's it's fantastic. For what's taking place on the court, I don't know. And I know there are a lot of different things that are going into this besides just trade demands and load management and whatever else we want to get into at any other point. But I wonder how transit translating it onto the court, I wonder how much attention it's truly going to get. Like, I wonder when Kevin Durant debuts for the Phoenix Suns, how many people are going to be locked in to watch what the Phoenix Suns look like before the playoffs start. It definitely piques my interest. I want to see what they look like more than I did before. I wanted to see Kyrie. I, I want to see Kevin Love I, in a Miami And I uniform. wonder if Dallas has seen a spike as well of people wanting to be in the building to see this or at least to see the on TV, to watch it on national TV. And I mean, stuff. it goes back to one of the most aggravating lines ever. Do you remember when Commissioner Stern said, well, seven years is a long time, right? Something like that. Seven years is a long time when it comes to LeBron being here the first time around. So, I don't know. I just thought that was all super. I, I, I think he's right. I hate it, though. I hate the fact that he's right. I'm not going to lie. From a fan's perspective, it, it's just it's not fun. I don't know. I know he's right in the fact that he's getting the impressions and the conversations that are there, but I don't know he's, if he's right if it's translating into on-the-floor eyeballs. Hmm. Jim's in Strongsville. Hey, Jim. What's happening, Jim? Hey, guys. Sadly, Durant, Durant is right. Yeah. And I, I go back to this. Here's what it is. It's the pro wrestling was so ahead of its time. It wasn't, And I'm not comparing the products on the court or in the ring. But it's the drama surrounding it. It's the marketing. Yeah. I mean, if you flip on the TV right now, I bet you half of programming is quote-unquote reality TV. I'm sorry, the younger generations, that they love that. They're enthralled by it, whether it's fake or real or whatever. They love the drama. They love the story. They love the gossip aspect of it. I mean, that's what it is. Flip it. I mean, please, 90 Day Fiance. There's this show, Milf Manor. I'm like, I'm like love after lockup. And now they want to marry farmers to younger – when does it stop? But what I'm saying is people love that. They love to have, like, their inside gossip. I don't know if it's good for the game. I, I would say probably not because I don't think it's sustainable. But from a standpoint of, like, peaking interest and people, everybody wants to hear somebody else's dirty laundry. Everybody wants to hear the – well, I don't know. Maybe that's my dirty little secret. Everybody <laughs> wants to hear the office gossip. You know, I mean, everybody wants to – you know, it's, it's, it's part of the human nature and – the NBA is just more than any other sport. Seems to have an awful lot of that drama, a lot of that eighth grade. There's going to be a fight drama. after school kind of thing. I guess, and yeah. you know what? I, again, I don't. I don't know that it's good for the product on the court. I don't. I don't know that it that it translates that way. I'm not sure that that's the way you want to build your brand. But unfortunately, or fortunately, we whichever you want to pick for them. That seems to be the route or the road that they're going down. Uh, Jim, you know, the funny part about the reality TV thing, it's not going anyway. It's cheap to produce. It's, it's not expensive at all. I mean, I, you, I, I hear some of these titles, and I honestly think that they have to be spoofs. And then it's real, and I'm like, yeah, I, I'm like blown away. I'm like, how is that a real show? Who are these people that want to do that? I, I just, 
who wants to be on TV? I, I've never understood that. Jim, have you noticed that every kid wants to now? They're stuck in their phone. Why? No one makes phone. The kids don't make uh, phone calls anymore. Jim, now you poke the bear. Well, no, I'm just saying kids don't make phone calls anymore. They're like, the oh, I, um, what is it, uh, TikTok, TikTok or whatever. Instagram, whatever, yeah. yeah. Just, you know, but how about just pick up the phone and say hello? I, I don't want to use the phone. Like, I can't believe, I'm like, you are using the phone. Here we go. Yeah, but I, I mean, uh, you know, and th- that, but that message goes away in two seconds after. Okay. Oh, my, right. my daughter's, my daughter's 23, 24. She used to come into our room and be like, oh my gosh, did you hear that this is, that you can get sick? And we're like, where, where did you hear that? She's like on TikTok. I'm like, okay, first off, you need to stop getting your news from TikTok. But that's where these kids are. <laughs> yeah, it's three seconds. I mean, world. I was talking about doing a one minute story go. before. Now we're doing three-second three, three attention span, right? That's what it is. That's what it feels like. It's horrible. Jim, you know thank I mean? you for commiserating we're, we're, with me in middle age. Appreciate doomed. it. We're doomed, Andy. We're we are doomed. doomed. All right, Jim. I'll Bye see you at the end of the bar. I'll text you later. Yeah. Bye. Later. Up next, why everything was better with a rotary dial. Uh, come on. You can't <laughs> tell me. Is that what it sounds like? Is that what it sounds like? I, I people are locked into their a phones, little bit. Yes, I, but the problem is, is I don't think it's totally the younger generation that we're blaming everything on. I think all oh. of us have a serious phone addiction. But this isn't the show to air that grievance. You can catch that on our podcast. It's always on TikTok in Cleveland. Is that our new one? Yes, it's our new one. Just you and I on TikTok. You have on. no idea how bad I want to do the. Uh, uh, never mind. Why is everybody dancing with dub faces? New and it's always TikTok in Cleveland. Listen today. Jay's in Saybrook. Jay. How you doing, guys? What's up, man? I feel really old because I just can't get through that last conversation. Same here. Same here. But calling as a um, cap season ticket holder. There you go. I'm I'm in my 60s. Oh, good resume. Okay. Um, I think Dan's got it wrong. I think the regular season means something. I I think if you don't play the regular season, I mean, it's that old saying. It's been there forever. Oh, the regular season doesn't mean anything. Just watch the last two weeks or just watch the playoffs. If your team is winning, you're packing the stadiums. Tonight, there'll be what? Sold out? Oh, yeah. yeah. Be sold oh, I'm, out. I'm pumped they, for They've been tonight, doing 85, 87% sellouts all year long. I'm going if with a bunch of buddies. Winning, I'm psyched. If, you're, if your team is winning, there's eyeballs on the games. Nobody cares about the All-Star games. I haven't watched an NBA or NFL all-Star game, I don't know in how long. Did I you mean, go baseball, last year? I mean, you had season tickets. You had a shot to go. Yeah, I went last year because it was at home. Right. And I, and I had the tickets to do that. But I didn't I didn't watch a single minute of it on Sunday. I don't, I don't, I don't really care for it. And I don't care for really any of the All-Star games. You're, you're not alone, man. The ratings were yeah. horrible. I mean, in, in baseball, I mean, it was all the talk was for three weeks about who was going to get Soto. Same thing. Maybe not as many. But everybody was wondering where was the Nationals going to trade Soto. That was but yeah. is that good? Is that good for the game? That's but that's, <laughs> that's so. And, and to Kevin Durant, I got to believe it's good for the game because I'm thinking to myself. So I'm listening to your guys' show. I have a package where I can watch NBA. I like NBA. I like NFL. I'm right. not I'm not a big baseball fan, but uh, even though I played baseball in my life, which is really strange how that works. But um, I like I, I wanted to see the Mavericks play with Kyrie Irving. I made sure I sat down for that first game and yep. watched him play. I, watched I was too, anxious man. to see. I, I was anxious to see him and Luca play together. And yes, I will watch the Suns play when um, Kevin plays. I will. I will do that. And I think this playoff. I think these next three weeks, four weeks, this twenty games, is just going to be fascinating. 
I mean, I've, and who cares about LeBron, by the way? And the Lakers, the Lakers are 10, oh, five games under 500. Oh, they're, they're, yeah, they're out of it. That so. guy they called, I don't care. I, I watch very little bit of the Lakers. I have, you get force-fed the Lakers by the national television. Well, that's true. You're, you're 100% right there, and sadly. Yeah. But, All right, long-time Cavs season. Take a look at Jay in Saybrook. Thank you, Jay. Appreciate you. Let's go to let's go to Jeff in Twinsburg. Hi, Jeff. What's happening, Jeff? Hey, good morning, guys. Thanks for the call. Good morning. Uh, thanks good morning, for taking man. my call. So, um... Two things, rating boosters for the NBA All-Star Weekend. So hear me out. Um, Slam dunk contest. I thought this year's was finally something that was enjoyable, something that people can watch. So you take the egos of the NBA players and you sponsor the slam dunk contest with YouTube or TikTok. And you know that there are people playing in the streets of Philadelphia and, you know, downtown, you know, urban areas that can destroy the NBA players when it comes to awesome street dunks. True. And you have the NBA verse YouTube, YouTube stars, and people can vote and get them on there. I think that'll be uh, great for ratings. People what's in it, it. What's in it for the NBA? Yeah. What's two in questions. it for the NBA players? I think it's a really good idea on the surface, Jeff, but there's two questions. One of them is what's in it for the NBA players, and two, I think you're going to have a hard time getting NBA players to do it because they don't want to take the hit of losing to the YouTube stars. Well, I got to tell you, but Jeff, the well, answer is the answer is in the cash, right? You beat yeah, be, beat the streets, and it's also what's in it for the NBA players. It's it is the ego. It's it's forcing to say, hey, you're now no longer going against your peers. Like how that guy from New York got into the dunk contest. Those were embarrassing. Um, you know, when you say, hey, you're going up against Joe Schmo from you know wherever, and he was voted in by the NBA fans. You got to step up your game, and then you do. Yeah, but one why? Thing why? See, here's the, the thing. It's game, it's okay? like. It's like LeBron being in the dunk contest. The only thing you can do sometimes is hurt a, a guy if you're in the NBA already. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you, yep. if you, people already know you're good. You're good. Well, who do you? You don't have anybody to prove it to. And then if you don't win the dunk contest, then be like, oh man, maybe he's not as good as I thought he was. You know? Yeah, but then you look at a guy like James Harden who didn't make the All Star game, who went to social media and was you know crying saying I should have been there. Right. Well, here's your opportunity. For, you know, for those people. So, you know, it's, uh, it's a 50-50 toss-up. All right, well played, then you take the well same played. concept for the, for the All-Star game, and instead of making a mockery of the basketball game, choose to make the game an entertainment game. Don't try to change what is a normal NBA game with no defense. If you guys remember mid-'90s, MTV had rock and jock that's where it feel. That's what I felt like I was watching this weekend, same thing. And but if you bring in forget you know the the Friday night celebrity game with D list celebrities you right. bring in real celebrities that have movies coming out just like when they go on Jimmy Fallon they got to advertise you know their gotcha. their new upcoming release oh Jay, Jeff Jeff I'm sorry man we got to say goodbye we have a commercial coming up here you're listening to a special edition of Baskin and Phelps with Dan Menigan accommodations for the show brought to you by cardboard box. It's always TikTok in Cleveland. And by it's always TikTok in Cleveland. We'll make Jeff Thomas do it next. Baskin and Phelps. Touchdown. Tantrum. I'm Aaron Rodgers. Read more on 9-11. It's hard to read. Question everything. There's no light in this room. What are we doing? By the way, the disturbed version of that. You know that too, don't you? Oh, yeah. Oh.
did a fantastic job with Bone chilling, man. Love that version. Kids go crazy when I play it in the car, but I'm like, oh, this is awesome. Aaron Rodgers has said goodbye to his darkness retreat. Yes, he has seen the light once again. <laughs> what will be his future in the NFL? I think that's the next question. As we, most of you know, if you don't know, you've probably been in the cave with Aaron Rodgers. Um, jealous. He went to a darkness retreat in complete solitude to help him with the process of deciding whether he should return to the Packers or seek a trade elsewhere or maybe even retire. Now, ESPN has done a full-length story on this, interviewed many of the people that are around the, I don't know, the retreat in Oregon. Proving Uh, once again that we are in the slow time of the year. Yes. (laughs) And Scott Berman, who owns Sky Cave Retreats, told ESPN that Rodgers has left the facility. Feels so much better for him. I feel clarity. Don't you? I... I don't know what to feel on this entire thing. It, it is it is so Aaron Rodgers that this is something that he would make openly known that he was going to do to then go execute it where he's going to go sit in the dark in a cave and I don't for know that four it was straight days. Rodgers spent his retreat. This is from ESPN. Uh, it's or, called Sky Cave. Sorry, this is from Pro Football Talk, which I think was from ESPN. So let's give credit to everybody so that way I don't mess that up. Beautiful. Roger spent his retreat in a 300-square-foot room that has no natural light and is designed to be silent. He had a bed, a meditation mat, and a bathroom, and food was brought to him. I don't know about you, but that sounds like when you're in trouble in prison, doesn't it? (laughs) Shawshank was on last night, as it is every single. Isn't night. that being sent to the That's hole? Sent to the hole. Okay, yeah. I'm not. I, think about what you've done. Wow, the 39 year old Rodgers will make 60 million this season if he remains he, with the Packers under his current contract. He paid money for this. Like I have a feeling that a lot of the people listening in Northeast Ohio right now are currently going. Next time he wants to do this, call me. I'll put him in the basement. It'll cost him half price. We'll bring him food for four days, and, and I'll put curtains over the windows. What kind of food would you bring him? It's got to be all natural. Right? It's got to be all natural. Absolutely. Yeah. Plant all plant based stuff. <laughs> As I said, like we we all could have done this. Hell, around here until about two weeks ago, he could have went outside as well and still gotten the amount of darkness he wanted. So, uh, do we read into the fact that he didn't do four days? Does that make a difference? Maybe he came to his senses. Died. That maybe that this is a little off the wall. Even yeah, but for him. isn't this designed to um, mess with your senses a little bit? Right. And we know that you know they get way off the wall here and probably expose. What far was the too stuff he myself, did? Yeah. But... What was the stuff he did in South America last year? Oh, ayahuasca, where he did the tea and walked around Peru and hallucinated for a while to help him see clarity. Got him two MVP awards. So I don't know. I, it just is. It's so Aaron Rodgers, and how much of it is him truly trying to? seek nirvana and how much of it is him trying to seek attention and annoy people like that's that's really what this comes back do you to think he Aaron likes Rodgers. the attention oh yes oh god yes don't you, you wonder don't go on what... pat mcafee every single week and, yeah, and expose everything going on in your life if you don't love the attention oh that's true i just i wonder what it would have been like to be in a party with him and brett Favre in the beginning you, well, you can see why like... the two of them probably don't get along as well as you oh thought. I mean, the whole Deshaun Kaiser story where he walked in and said, the, you know, how, what do you think oh, happened yeah. during 9-11? It's like, 
Okay. That's... Sean's like, man, I'm just here to play football. Right. I just um, that whole get... thing. Cleveland really didn't work out real well, and I'm just happy to be here and play football. Uh, it, he is he's a different kind of guy, and I have no idea where this is going to go. I have said forever that I think Rodgers ends up back with the Packers just because of contract stuff more yeah, than it's anything Yeah, it's the $60 else. Million. Like, I, yeah. No matter what you say about him playing for the Jets or going somewhere else or – you know, it, it, how do you walk away from $60 million? Right, and I can't see the Packers taking that cap hit on top of it, and I can't see the Jets ponying up what it would take to get Aaron Rodgers on top of it because he's a 38-year-old quarterback. So what is the price tag for a 38-year-old quarterback? Like, it's, there's it's not so 60 many, million. There's so many bizarre – and a 38-year-old quarterback who last year didn't look like a two-time – or a three-time MVP, I should say, and definitely took a step back. So I don't – I, I I think he is back in Green Bay, and I think he and Green Bay are frankly kind of stuck with each other because he signed that contract. So no matter how many darkness retreats you have, at some point your accountant walks up to you with the books and goes, okay, this number over here, if you stay in the place that you've played for 16 years, uh, that's going to garner you the most amount of cash. Uh, this one over here will involve a lot more steps and less cash. So how truly miserable are you in Green Bay? And the answer is not very, because they've bent over backwards to accommodate him. So he left the darkness retreat. Including a four-day darkness retreat. Yeah, he left. It wasn't four days. He arrived on Monday and left yesterday. He bailed. Yeah. I wonder, yeah, so if, that, I wonder, I wonder if he got bored or if he just didn't want to do it anymore. Or... He got the right amount of hallucination out of it. Maybe it didn't do it for him. You know, it's... To each their own, Andy. You have no idea. <laughs> Some how... people want to do trucks and wa- some people want to do peyote in the desert in arizona some people want to do ayahuasca down in peru hell to each their own some people sit in the dark should i ask the question or not no don't you, you know the question. i mean as you long know as it's not gonna get you fired it's not gonna get me fired then go would you want aaron Rodgers? let's just say the Browns were in a different situation or maybe they're in the current situation wanting them to get out of it the quarterback that i saw last year no no I don't want him either. Not right now, I wouldn't. Now, if you think that the quarterback that you saw two years ago and three years ago is still in there, then the answer is yes. Because the quarterback that you saw two years ago and three years ago was the best quarterback in football. I mean, and he's got MVP trophies to prove it. What do you think the 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 Packers are when he retires, right? Packers probably want him to retire. I don't know what they want. Uh, you've you've heard a lot of different things from a lot of different directions. I know Bob McGinn, who's covered the the Packers forever, was saying that they're annoyed with all of this. Which again, I can't blame them. He does go every single week onto onto a, a radio show and airs his dirty laundry and tells people that they should look more into aliens. Uh, it, it would annoy anybody, especially an organization like that that's run like the mob. I mean, the only guy who's ever gotten out of there is Andrew Brandt, and everybody else who's been employed by the Packers has stayed with the Packers their entire lives. You know, well, it's a different situation because it's not. I mean, because you're not. They're like the mob. There's no. There's no owner in there. If there was right. an owner in there, Aaron Rodgers would be back, and it wouldn't be a hiccup. And they would go here. Here's all the money in the world. You're staying a Packer. But there's. And no would owner. you be happy with that as a Packer fan? I'd like him to retire as a Packer in the same way that I wish Brett Favre would have retired as a Packer. Okay. But I. You know that it's a weird world. I. I said my my perfect scenario is you bring him back for next year, and you let him play for a bit. And you see what it looks like. And if it starts to look better and it starts to look like the offense you've seen in the past and he's on the same page as with, with Watson and Dobbs and you know maybe bring back Randall Cobb on a league minimum and all that stuff, 
And if it looks good, then great. And if it looks bad by the bye week, then you go, here's your money. Uh, go try peyote in Arizona to find your next step. And we'll go turn to Jordan Love and see if we got here. I think that's the dream situation that you run into with him. I, I don't know. I don't know where they sit. I don't know what the mindset is in there. I don't know if they think he's cooked. Or if it's hit the point, even if he's not completely cooked, again, when it comes to Rodgers, and it's why I think him in New York would be hysterical, does the production measure the level of attention grabbing that comes with Aaron Rodgers and the annoyance for your front office and your PR staff that is Aaron Rodgers? Again, he was immunized. I, I like do, like yeah. you can point to all of these things in between that were a PR nightmare for the guy, but you put up with it. Because he was so darn good. And now I don't know if he falls into so darn good. So he's, I mean, between him and then Lamar Jackson, they're probably two of the, that's got to be the two biggest quarterback stories, right? Yeah. True. And yesterday. And Lamar and, he, and probably the step down from that is Derek Carr. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like I was just trying to think if there was a bigger story. Lamar is interesting. I, mean, I do too. To... Did you see? What, I, I, actually, you showed it to me, so I shouldn't say that. Now I realize that. What Arsenio <laughs> Hall said yesterday. <laughs> now, first of all, the fact that I'm saying what Arsenio Hall said is mind blowing in itself because I can't remember the last time I like quoted or, or saw something that Arsenio Hall made me think. Oh, Arsenio. Other than the fact, oh, he's from Cleveland, right? So he tweeted yesterday. This is pretty good, actually. I give him credit, man. He said he tweeted at Lamar Jackson. He said, "Don't trust those Ravens when when." Steve Harvey and I were children growing up in Cleveland. They snuck in one night and stole our damn football team, our whole damn football team. They sneaky. Be careful, Lamar. You get a heart, Arsidio. That's Cleveland. That's, That's good stuff, Cleveland. man. That's loud, Cleveland. Arsidio currently performing in Hermosa, California, on <laughs> February 26th at the Arsidio and Friends Comedy and Magic Club. If you're in Hermosa or the Hermosa area, stop by. Have a few chuckles. Comedy and magic together once again. Uh, <laughs> I think some of it, of course, is, you know, as we all would do is borderline gamesmanship, where we're kind of sitting back and going like, okay, come on. Come on, Lamar. Don't rejoin the Ravens. They're terrible. They're horrible people. No one likes Baltimore. Crab's overrated. Plus, it's overpriced. Like, like doing all of that kind of stuff in between to try to get him to go because we're all Browns fans and we want the Ravens I would to be love terrible. for him to be out of the AFC North. Let me just say that. That would make it, me very, very happy. I wonder what happens with him. I, I wonder because, boy, it seems like they don't want to totally pony up. I mean, especially on top of the fact that they're bringing in Todd Munkin who's saying stuff like, well, we're going to have a diverse offense that's going to cover all sorts of different things. Cool. I want to see what it looks like. But from what it sounds like, they want to go more traditional than what they did under Greg Roman. And I wonder if Lamar can do that. Let's ask Daryl Ryder next. He's the uh, Browns beat reporter. He covers a lot of things here, though, at 92.3 The Fan. And he's also the co-host of It's Always Game Day in Cleveland. He's with us next. Daryl Ryder right here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. 
Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 